awesome nerds, and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, a weekly podcast where we re-watch and recap shows that we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept, and characters can be used in different role-playing games, most notably Dungeons & Dragons. I am your... I am one half of the, the hosting team. I am Jeremy. And I'm and joined I am, by... Uh, <laughs> I was, I was going to say I'm the other half. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, I... <laughs> I'm sorry, my name is Nina. That's relevant to the episode we're watching everybody today, which is, yeah, very uh, black and white, one might say. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Um, yes. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Is it, it's bleep, bleep, bleep. It's 1001. I forget what the actual name of the uh, title The episode we're talking title. about today is 11001001. One one zero zero one one zero zero one. Yes, that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I meant to check what this is in binary. Oh, I never thought of doing that. That's probably a better idea. I've just been, I in my head this episode is just called the binaries because that's what the race is called. The so binars. Um, yeah. The binars. Sorry, but yeah, then my brain is does full ADHD and it's, it makes it binary. So there you go. So what is it, Jeremy? I, I can see I'm watching your face light up. Yes, I no? have found Nothing? a um a binary to English <laughs> oh, uh, test. Very good, Google. You've done it again. Well done. Um, it, it's not telling me. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, that worked. <laughs> well, we tried. I know this is going to take a while, but I'm going to fucking find out. I want to know. Oh yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, the entertainment uh, we have on for today is just us talking um, and and uh, waiting until Jeremy finds the one-to-one translation for one 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 zero zero one zero one one zero one. Oh my God, I'm just going to look it up on Netflix. But yeah, anyway, I'll give you a, a, a short summary of the episode while Jeremy is, is doing his thing. We, okay, um, okay. I've, I've got put it oh, to a couple of it. different translators. And um, sadly, it comes up as just like gibberish. Okay. Well, look, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, <laughs> just because I'm not sure how much level of old, like depth they would have put into um the uh, the name for this i think that yeah. they would probably just I, like it sounds binary esque that's fine i would be surprised if uh sci-fi writers well television writers even sci-fi television writers in the mid 80s were aware of enough of binary to actually come up with a cool word to put in there i mean it was pretty popular back in like the the radio asking radio esque radio radio years wasn't it like the you radio know, shack back, days uh, yeah Radio Shack, you know, back back in the heyday. But, uh, I don't know. I never I, learned to speak binary. Nor did I. Nor did I. Um, but I can tell you what I think it might be. I think it might be uh, the binar, uh, binar, binar, bleh, binar translation for fantasy women. <laughs> I feel like that's a big, <laughs> big, big topic in today's episode. Fantasy women and how much Riker doesn't need your fantasy women. But he obviously you no, know, he he can be persuaded. He's, he's he kind of does. I reckon it's the um the binary word for password. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, probably. Love it. That's uh, that's how they hacked. No, it's not the <laughs> I bet it's the enterprise is like uh password for all of their comm systems. Yeah. And that's the way that they hacked it. They just figured it's like these fuckers password is just password. It's just password. It's just password. <laughs> it's just password. Picard password one two three. <laughs> uh, exclamation mark hashtag. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, 
Anyway, we are we are talking about uh, episode fourteen, uh, which is one one zero zero one zero zero one, and that um, of Star Trek Next Generation, um, the show. Just in case you me. forgot, everybody. Yep, I, I might have, <laughs> I might have picked up the wrong show this week, uh, and yeah. So this is an episode, very good bottle episode, in my opinion. Um, very I small, agree. S- not low yeah. stakes, but certainly stakes that are much lower than some of the ones we've we've had before and a little bit more mystery and i like mm. this as a an rpg element where it's just like this is just a one it's still part of a campaign but it's kind of like just a one session one shot mm. where you're like hey we're walking along and we've come to a village and there's a problem and you got to kind of investigate a little bit and find out what's happening and by the end of it everything's better or you've solved the problem you fought the monster off you've um found the the problem that w- you've cured the curse yeah yeah, I, I agree. I really like it because it's it's one of those episodes that bottles down to or comes back to miscommunication. So like there's mm. then there's never it's high stakes in the sense that like, oh, something's happening and like I don't want to spoil it yet, but something happens and it could be devastating, but they're not sure why, and then it turns out that like, oh, everything was actually fine and these are the reasons why it happened. It's like, oh cool. And it also it kind of brings the audience in uh, on the journey of discovery as well. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of mysterious. Like, ooh, who are these? And like, what's happening? And ooh, but like, I mean, that's like almost any TV show nowadays. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like this episode. It's one of my favorite from season one of Star Trek Next Gen, mm. even maybe Next Gen in general, because it's like this really, I think, well-managed and well, like, um, well-structured, like, episode. Like, things yeah. follow a pattern and seem to have, like, it, you come to, like, a, a natural, like, um resolution of like okay so we we now understand what's happening let's try and take action to fix it or like yeah. figure out um also i love it because it has some great riker moments and some mm-hmm. very awkward picard conversations uh mm-hmm. and yeah just great who doesn't love a, an awkward riker or a casual riker leg thrust like uh, a casual positioning. riker anyway. thrust a casual riker thrust yeah it's it's <laughs> like it's it's definitely a big part of this episode is the is the record thrusting, but um, yeah, just, it's uh, good. Just bringing back to um to the RPG element as well, the fact that it's just mostly Riker and Picard is a yeah. really good way. Like, let's say you've got that one session where not too many people can make it, but you do have two people. You can have a story like this because everyone else in the crew is written off in a very believable way. Yeah, I like those little because it's another like little bits like slices of life that you get yeah. to see. Because initially, when we when we start, it's um like the crew uh kind of taking up like shore leave basically, or not shore leave. They're not going anywhere, but like having some time off. And the whole dilemma for this first bit is Riker is like, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to take to do to take time off and Picard standing there being like well I'm gonna go turn on my personal relaxation light and uh mm-hmm. you know Tasha Yar is off with Wolf in his like like thickly wadded up like blue spandex outfit to play some oh I don't gosh. know lacrosse or something on the holodeck I have no idea but um and like everybody at yeah, Beverly's off gonna gonna go do some research on the station that they're they're like orbiting and do some stuff and everybody's doing stuff like data's painting like yeah. I don't know everybody's busy so yeah that whole thing so, yeah, of it's... seeing more of the crew and like getting to 
like from the from Riker and Picard's perspective too, because they're the ones who are in charge. And finally, they get to take time off. So it's like, oh, what do I do? Picard's mm. like, I'm antisocial as fuck. I'm gonna go hang out over here. Bye. And Riker's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna like wander around, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happen. We'll see what's happening. Have a cracking with Wesley. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's I, that's what I like about like Star Trek. I like seeing what do they do like when shit's not going down. Like what's happening? Like what stuff in the future do we have to look forward to? It's a fun time. It's it's really well it's a well constructed episode and it just it increases the depth that we know about these characters. It's it's well done. Uh, yeah, and I just fun. realized that I missed the synopsis for for this episode entirely. You um, you might have yes because I think we're I busy trying no, we're, to find we're a little bit excited about this episode. It's good. It's good. Uh, but it's in good, this episode, guys. the Enterprise docks at a starbase for repairs Finally. where it is commandeered by a race of technologically linked aliens. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, that's what that's happens. Pretty much the plot, and it's it's um that's... it's simple, it's straightforward, and it's accurate. Mm. Agreed. And we get some really great opening shots yes. um, from oh, outside. So yeah, the Enterprise, which is great. So like that first introduction shot where we get the Enterprise like approaching the space station, like it's in front of this big blue planet. Um, yeah, it's beautiful, and like it's like and oh okay. What I also Glow love up. about it is as we kind of following the Enterprise over, we get a. Not a slow reveal of the station, but we do get to see. Okay, there's the station. Oh, it's still going. Oh, it's still going. Oh, look at that thing. It's it's even bigger than we thought. And the way it's laid out, it's not. There's this almost sense of wonder of approaching it. You don't mm. get just. It's not just there. It's a slow reveal of it. Yeah, yeah. I love. That's what I like about these episodes that have like any kind of outside shots of like i want it to linger because i want to see more like we hardly yeah. get we hardly get anything like that um so it's nice to see it but like i i can as we we were talking earlier about the reasons why they might have used these shots like as they have here because like later on in the episode it's pretty much confined into like the one space so you don't get yeah. to see much so they probably were just like yeah we're gonna throw this on in this episode because look at it it's glorious it's uh yeah it's really pretty but, um, and this this kind of um, thing is what I'm always trying to achieve when I'm describing things in an RPG oh, as a game yeah, master. Fuck. When I want to uh -huh. have, like, particularly the slow reveal idea of it, that I'm starting off and I'm saying, well, there's this about it and there's this and this and this, and I'm just slowly building up to the grandeur of it. And That's I really always, hard to do yeah. as a DM. That's insanely hard. Like, I don't know how some DMs do it. Like, I don't know how you do it. To just, like, be put on the – not even – oh, sometimes just put on the spot when, you know, uh, a player character is off gallivanting, doing their own shit, and they ask you to describe something. To not just be like, well, it's a wide open space with trees and, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck? How do you how do you world build, like, all but of a sudden? You don't, it's you so don't hard. always have to do it. You can have, like, photo references ready to go. Oh, and just be yeah, like, it yeah, looks okay. like this and you can show people and then you can say, but there's a little bit of difference to it. Um, and that But helps. also the feeling and the atmosphere, yeah. like, you know, you're in a, a dark tunnel and it's scary and spooky. It's like, well, how do you bring up words? Uh, it's like, yeah, crazy. I don't know. It's, it's very impressive when DMs do a good job. And, and it like, it, it definitely helps the game play as well. It helps the characters sort mm. of get immersed in, and the immersion of the whole game. So yeah, it's a great, it's awesome. And I just love that this one shot kind of sums that up, that you do, this is why television is so great for it, for immersion, that you can, looking at that, you now get an idea of the size of both the Starbase and the Enterprise and, you know, everything yeah. about it. 
Yeah, because the Enterprise is big, but like fucking this this like um, space station is huge, like yeah. huge, like Death Star esque huge. Oh, maybe not that big, but like you know, <laughs> a, a, a good decent size. Like it's, it's big. big. She big. It's certainly city sized. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If the definitely. Enterprise is a small town, this is a city. Yeah, yeah, and it shows. So um, anyway, this is Starbase Seven Four, according to Picard. Oh, nice. I don't know why he doesn't say it's seventy four. Just seven four. Oh yeah. Seven four. Yeah. I never. Yeah, I never picked up on that. Maybe it's just that the way that they're taught to sort of, yeah, enunciate so. names. Yeah. Uh, particular um, things. I, I guess. Yeah. No, uh, anyway, no time for the seventy. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> maybe it's a French thing. Like, could that be a translation thing? Uh, oh, hui hui. Uh, maybe I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think so, I think numbers get a bit crazy in French, so um, I'll yeah, I'll, according to my partner, crazy. So I'll I'll leave that to him. But yes, yeah. um, so they're here yeah. for a routine maintenance check. Uh, and yeah. I like this I uh-huh. only didn't only notice because it was like almost in passing where he's like, yes, including the holodeck, which is going to has had some problems with. And I'm like, no fucking shit, you've had some problems with the holodeck. Dude, that caused like an existential crisis last episode. Like, what? Yeah. Didn't didn't you almost like? Wayland almost like, died. Wayland almost died. Didn't he die? Oh, he almost died. Sorry, yeah, you're right. He no, you wanted died. him to I die. Fucking, I wanted him to die. I would be okay with him dying. I wasn't like actively wanting him to die. Maybe I was. I don't know. Pretty clip. I can't remember <laughs> what all this thing. But uh, yeah, someone fucking almost died. They've had a lot of shit go down on that mm. fucking holodeck. They should they should reconsider maybe even having one on the, anyway. So yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm surprised just nice they just casually dropped that in. To um. <laughs> Not to spoil the episode, but a lot of the episode takes place in the holodeck. And it's just nice to kind yeah. of throw that in as a reminder of, hey, we've got a holodeck. Well, it did happen last episode. I think the last... No, what, it was like three what, episodes the big, ago. The, really? The... Yeah. What? The big no goodbyes way. episode the, 11. Get out. What did we... Oh, no. It was... Um, yeah, we have, da- we've had Data. Data Law and Angel 1 in the meantime. Wow. Time flies. Uh, wow. What are you thinking about existential crises and yeah, creating, potentially creating life? Okay, cool. Well, that's good to know. But yeah, I'm glad that they threw this in because uh, it's, yeah, a lot happens on the holodeck and there needs to be, it needs to be fixed. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad they brought that up. But, uh, but yeah, so we introduced to who, what's the guy's name? The other bald guy? Oh, um, Captain Commander Kintaros. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> As we're following the Starfleet rule, or the just the rule of uh, next generation, that if you're in charge of something, you're bald. Yeah, and maybe have a beard, maybe and maybe like have Cisco. A beard, yeah, he, yeah, he has a beard, maybe, but like he's also bald. So beards or balds? <laughs> that's um what it, it's going to be. It's one of the two. Uh, yeah. Never mind, Kirk. Kirk doesn't matter. It's beards, well, K- balds. Kirk doesn't count. That's not next balls. gen. <gasps> yeah, you're right. Fuck. All right, never mind then. But um, yeah. And Janeway's uh, too, too cool for, yeah. for school. She, she's got her own roles. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, the Enterprise is late, essentially. Like, they were a week late to, to dock. Um, and they, apparently they were delayed at Omnicron Pascal. Uh, oh, which what I the fuck happened there? Was, I thought that was Data's planet. And, like, it was a nice little callback oh. to it. But then I realized that wasn't actually true. That was Omicron Theta. Oh, so, so what happened on Pascal? Yeah, I don't know. Some sort of adventure that took them a week that we never found about, found out about. Yeah, unless, wow. That's... Unless Angel One was Omnicron Pascal. I don't know. Wouldn't they just call it Angel One then? 
Like, or maybe it was in the same galaxy. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, I'll have to look it anyway, up. But maybe yeah. something comes back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're also introduced to some of the engineers that are going to be working on the ship, which is um, these... I, well, they're Binars from the planet Binus. Binus. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah that's funny. Binus. Uh, and I'm trying to think of how we describe them. They're shorter they're than shorts. a human. I mean, they're like child put, size. This is great. Where I, earlier I was just like, what I'd love to do is create a sense of wonder in my descriptions as a game master. I'm like, how would I describe <laughs> this? They're short. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm the same. I'm just like, what? <laughs> You're trying to set up this wonderful like story selling. I'm like, no, they're short and they're purple and they're basically children. And they got big yeah. heads. They look like, they look like um, fucking the fish people, but like without the fish eyes. They've got faces. Yeah. <laughs> they got faces. Kind they of have pink. faces. Kind of uh, pinky purple. Um, thankfully, and, I will yeah, put that's... up a photo reference on the, on the socials so people can you... see them if you haven't seen I them mean, already. I mean, I feel like our descriptions are doing it justice, so I don't think they'll oh, yeah, be sure. necessary, Jeremy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's the, yeah, no, if you if you must. But um, but yeah, basically these kids rocking around with these matching outfits, matching everything, and they go around in pairs, and that's because they they and oh, and they make the whatever commander name is I forgot Kuntaros. it already. Kuntaros, Kunt Kuntaros, uh, <laughs> Kunt guy, <laughs> just fucking this guy, Kunt face. <laughs> no, uh, wow. Kuntaros. I, I I can say it. I'm Australian. It's fine. We're both Australian. It's know, it's fine. He's a, everybody. He's a nice guy. Why would you call it? Anyway. Oh, it's like hey, cut face. It's like you All know, right. it's 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 nice. Um, yeah, this guy. So he's like, oh, by the way, you know, uh, uh, no, they're kind of talking about the binars, like in yes. front of the binars, which is also kind of weird and patronizing. But anyway, he goes, oh, they're neither male nor female. They are binary in everything. And are these gentlemen the binars? They're not gentlemen, or ladies, Commander. They're a unified pair. They're always together. This is one zero, and this is zero one. The, that, I that just one. wanted to make it a point that they don't have gender, so there you go. <laughs> I was going to say, wouldn't like, that cool. make them non-binary? Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like <laughs> they didn't really get that right. They kind of went the other way. Yeah. Uh, it's weird, but yeah, basically, it, it seems odd. It does seem odd. They, they, but the, the the species basically has like they go around in pairs of two. So I'm not sure exactly why they explain why oh, they do they, that. I think they just say this is how they they operate that they are connect like the pair is connected. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they go around in pairs. They they do say that the ones in front of them are one zero and zero one. Yes. Which yeah. I assume so, is just their names. But then we meet other ones and I'm like, okay, well, what are their names? Is it just like takes on 1001 or like 01? Yeah, is it just take on the binary like thing? Like how do yeah. you then, does it get confusing? Like do you just have an endless like list of numbers? <laughs> like, and again, it's like these two just have the the two digits. So are they yeah. like high up? Are they like very simple? Is this like Jeff and Bob? Or yeah, Jeff and I, I don't know because obviously the other ones can't be one zero and zero one again. Well, maybe they are. Maybe it's just everyone's like a take on Jeff and Bob, but like everybody's either yeah. a Jeff or a Bob, or yeah. that makes sense. A, a, or a Jess and a Bob, like it doesn't really like yeah. And then each each Jess knows its own Bob, and each Bob knows its own Jess, 
And I yeah, was like, like, or maybe it's, it's that's the thing. It's left and right. It's like this one's yeah. left and that one's right, and we're all going to share information yeah. anyway. So it doesn't matter which one of us you're talking to. Exactly, because they have. So they they think the thing. <sighs> I think it gets explained. I think Wesley, being Wesley, obviously yeah. a little fucking. Wesley boy, crusher man, um, <laughs> crusher boy, sorry, not a man yet, but he comes, he's just standing, just standing in engineering, just doing nothing. And no, he's it's, on the it's bridge. So obvious. He's, he's just standing there staring at them on the bridge. Was it the bridge? I thought it was engineering. It's the bridge, Because aren't yeah. they in, oh, okay. Goes, so yeah, fucking Wesley just standing around the bridge, but it's, it's like so awkward because he's just standing and looking. He's just standing and looking at the binars mm-hmm. as they're doing their shit. And he's like... <laughs> He's, he starts talking to one of them and he's like, how do you guys talk so fast? Because these binars are just going bloop, 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 bloop. And it's very funny and cute and endearing. But uh, yeah, they finish each other's sandwiches like all the time. Uh, so Wesley's like, how do you communicate so quickly? And they're like, we use this box to think and then save this information for later times. Blah, 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 bleep, bloop. And it's like, okay, cool. Sweet, 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 tight, tight, tight. So that, they're a, very a... connected to technology. That's oh, another yeah. thing about them that you were just imitating there, that when one of them starts speaking, the next one continues the sentence and then it jumps back to them. Yeah. They finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. So it's, it's cute. And, and like, they seem to be doing a great job at fixing the ship. They're like, they seem to have all the trust in the world. I don't know how they managed to like, I don't know. Look, be... they went through six years of Starfleet Academy to get trusted that much. Did they know? I don't Did know. They? They're not wearing Catholic like, uniforms, so maybe not. I I know, like like Data goes on about how like how long it took for him to get you know um, in, through Starfleet and on a ship, and then like same as the Traveler situation, like people just like do, do the Federation just give these guys free range if they are known to be better at technology? Like that, that yeah. seems a little fishy. I, I do know. wonder every they, time we ooh. see someone not in a Starfleet uniform doing stuff to the ship, it feels like there's going to be a plot point about it. Yeah, it's that episode. It's the episode where oh something happens, and I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> Guys, can you pick it? Can you pick the pick the pick the issue? Pick the people. I mean, I guess they're they're more like <laughs> contractors. It's like, well, we could get a Starfleet uh, expert in, but they're on a yeah. different planet, so we'll just get the local contractor to do it. I guess, but that's in that same... I don't know. I feel like they. I, I just. I, I feel like they'd have to, you know, sign a lot of paperwork and a lot of NDAs to get through. Um, through. <laughs> through I'm this, sure they but, do. Eh, they I'm must sure have they a do. system. Also, it's kind of weird, but the back of their heads, I've just realized, kind of look like purple vaginas. But maybe that's just. <laughs> I don't know. Something uh, to close the seam at the back of the, like the silicone head masks, like all the. The cowls yeah. or whatever they've got. Did they, if once you see it, you can't unsee it. And I've just seen <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like, damn, damn. No wonder Riker. Uh, no wonder. Uh, anyway. Oh, that explains so much <laughs> about Riker. Okay. But yeah, so we get an introduction to the binars. Yeah, so but... we introduce the binars and just a yeah. little bit of an explanation of of what they are. That they're close to binaries. Organic beings can get. Uh, yeah. Or close to their thoughts are close, as close to binaries or big beings can get. Um, and as you said, Wes is kind of watching the the binaries on the bridge, and there's more of them. And Riker's like, "I thought you used to to say, I thought you, as in one zero and zero one, could handle this." And like, no, no, because there's a rush, because there's because you want this done so yeah. quickly. Yeah, uh, we need because more. you were late by a week. We have we need more time, so we need more people. And everyone's like, "Okay, that seems okay. that seems fine." That seems I don't know. Riker's a little bit sus about it still. Yeah, but like, like hmm. Riker, Riker lets things go like really easy. I think we've seen that he's just 
not like you know as with it as our our, our man Wesley. It's um, true. Wesley's like, Wesley. well, he gives Wesley command of the bridge. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, no. What are you doing? Wesley, Wesley, Wesley. can't handle the bridge. He can't handle even like. You know, going to bed on time, let alone the fucking bridge. Yeah, he, he still wants dessert for dinner. I know. He's, he's like, all about the ice cream. He doesn't oh want that God. shit. Any- oh, yeah. But you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, Wesley was on the bridge. But, like, fucking, he's all about it. He's like, how dead. He, he, the way he looks at the Barnards, like, the way he looks stares. at them, he's like, he just says, he's like, the audacity. These fucking cunts with their, with their, with their intelligence and they're their cunt-heads. smarts. Like, how dare they? They're cuntheads. How dare? Oh, they literally, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like how dare they how dare you be more nerdy he's like eyeing them off it's so funny but um, I know, he, he just looks so suspicious of them all. it's like I, I don't understand what you're saying but i'm wesley super genius yeah how, the audacity the balls the goal um oh. but yeah so it's it's a great it's a great and time. the binars do look do... sus back at him they're like giving him like a side eyes like okay we have to keep yeah yeah because he's the only one like literally he's well, i mean like i would too because he's literally standing there staring at them like staring at their backs while they do stuff like no wonder like i would be i'd give them i'd give them a side i'd be like what the fuck get away from I, me you i love kid. this because it does build Child. the suspense but there's also this really great moment where one of the binars gives him a side eye and then the other one does oh yeah yeah and yeah, it's just like cool. yes because that's how they would be operating and thinking because they're interlinked. Yeah. yeah. One of them just like, check out this motherfucker. And the other one's like, well, yeah, fuck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that's it. Oh, the sass, so, yeah. the salt. Then we get a little but, bit um, of um, uh, a few things. Like, as we said before, all the things that the rest of the crew are doing during this. Oh, um, wait, we get, uh, we almost get exhibition, um, exposition exhibition elevator. Exhibition elevator. Um, I know. I was really looking forward to it. It almost happens with uh, Picard and um, and Will Riker hanging yeah. out in the elevator. And basically Picard's being like, well, you know, after this, you know, rundown of the ship, I've, you know, got a little bit of, I haven't got much to do. So, uh, you know, all the rest of the crew are going to be taking some leave and some relaxation time. So I'm going to go up to my room and turn on my relaxation light and, uh, and just chill out for a bit. And I, I really want to know what a relaxation light is, everybody. Is it just like UV... I don't know, sun lamp kind of situation or like, is it a rock? Like, what is it? I like to think that it's just a regular light, but Picard calls it the realization <laughs> light because it's over his comfort chair. <laughs> and he's just sitting, sitting in a room with a lamp and someone yeah. told him it's a lamp that relaxes you. It's got special properties. It's from the mm-hmm. planet, like bloop bloop five. And he's like, cool. And it's just an ordinary lamp. I would love that. That's so funny. I will point out, he doesn't go to his quarters to do this. He stays in his ready room on the bridge. Oh, is that what he says? I'm just yeah. going to stay in my ready room and turn on my relaxation light. Yeah, because he is in that ready nerd. room. You fucking nerd. Oh my God. The bridge is right there. What if someone walked in on you using your relaxation light? Oh my but God. He, he, he doesn't go to his quarters. His quarters are not for relaxing. Apparently his quarters are for sleepings. And maybe other things, but yeah, yeah, I find that I find that really weird that he would relax because we've seen him in his like in later episodes we see him in his quarters. He's he, yeah. he's playing the fucking flute and shit. You know he's doing stuff. Yeah. He's he's relaxed. I just love that he things. he's the nerd that even when he's off duty he's like, Will you have the con? And Will gives it over to Wesley. Picard is literally right <laughs> next door, right next door, <laughs> just in case just in case you need anything. I'm right here. Yeah, he's he's pulling like the dad. He's just like, I'm just in the shed. Uh, just give me a shout out. Just anything you need. Mm-hmm. If you accidentally, you know, almost explode the ship, I'm right here. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Oh my god. 
Very it's, funny. It's just so Picard. Uh, so that's that's where everyone. Well, that's the thing. He's going to be there. Yara and Worf are heading off onto the station to um, play future yeah. sport. I forgot what they said. So we it was. get. I forget what it's like. A lacrosse, future blue lacrosse, or something. Yeah. But we get. So this is what Riker is now doing. So it's it's kind of about him, like as the commander, not really knowing what to do with his time off. So he mm. like. He, he kind of, you know, he's on the bridge and then he leaves the bridge after Picard says, you know, he needs some private relaxation time with his light. He goes around, he comes across, yeah, Tashi Yar and Wolf and they're wearing these, yeah, amazing blue spandex numbers. And, oh, and, yes. Oh, my goodness, Wolf. Wolf in blue spandex oh, is a sight to see. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, he's packing, like, he's thick. <laughs> thick. <laughs> It's just, it's stuffed. Like, I don't know how he fit. I don't know how Michael Dorn fit into it, but I love it because it just looks so uncomfortable. And, um, I don't think they did the backup. Just... I think he's like oh yeah, <laughs> oh, all filling out the tiny shots. little outfit they gave him. All of the front, none of the back because that would just be too much to handle. The buns, the buns would be mm. way too much. But um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sight to see, ladies and gentlemen. I would watch this episode solely for that moment because it's great. <laughs> it's so, he's like, and it's it's like it's like a tactical outfit too. So they're like yeah. they've got like you know arm pads and like you know things and bits. And then we get the wonderful. So they're going off to play some game, and Wolf says something, and Riker says it's not about winning. Wolf and Wolf yeah, goes. Wolf says um, like, I can't talk you into coming with us. No, to win, all right. The pride of the Enterprise goes with you. Rest assured, Commander, we will be victorious at whatever the cost. Wolf. It's just a game, a friendly little competition. You work up a sweat, you have a few laughs, and you make new friends. If winning is not important, then Commander, why keep score? Yeah, if uh, why if winning keep is score, not important, why keep score? Yeah. Commander, why keep score? I love it. It's so good. It's like, all right, fair point, fair point. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. Is he the first one to, to quote that? He can't be. Anyway. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's just like, it's just become so affiliated with his character of being you know, an uptight, yeah. stuck-up little thick boy. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just something that Wolf would definitely say. He'd be like, yeah, well, you win. And fuck you. And then Wolf goes, oh. <laughs> I'm going to excuse me, sir. And then, like, thick, like, squeaky noises from, like, the the outfit, the blue suit. I love it. Oh my God. So good. Anyway, Tasha uh, is like, don't mind him. We're just going to go play a few rounds. He's being a bit silly. Uh, yeah, apparently we Wolf's learning see- human humor. Yeah, so that's a big deal. Yeah, but um, a, we get a we get a nice moment. It is, I know, right? We get a nice moment with Tasha Yar because yeah. I mean, we we don't get to see Denise Denise Crosby. Yeah, yeah. act too much. It's nice yeah. to see her just be chill. Yeah. It's a second, but it's nice. It's just it's just <laughs> but, a nice thing. And again, it kind of has that friendship of the the bridge crew. Yeah. Moment of where she's like, "Hey, we'll come play with you." Like, no, I can't. You've already got four, and it's like it throws out the dynamic if you're having to switch somebody out all the time. And it's just like nice that she invites him just as a, "Hey, you're my friend. Let's go play together." Yeah, it's not you're my you're my commander. It's like you're my mate. Let's go do this, and you'll enjoy it. It's like, nah, cool. All right, see ya. It's cute. I love this shit, but uh, I want more of it. We get the same thing with um, Data and Geordie. Yeah, they've got yeah. time off and they're just hanging out as Data paints. I love it. Data's just painting and Geordie's just standing in the background being like, this is an interesting like concept of creativity and like, you know, how consciousness, I think, or like how an AI would 
would sort of respond to the idea because I don't know. It's just great. He's just hanging in the background watching his friend paint, but like it's it's cute and I like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Riker walks in on them. They're just hanging in Data's quarters, and Riker's like, "What are you guys up to? Yeah, what, <laughs> what, do you, wanna, what are you? What's going on over here? All right, cool. Want to? You want to? You want to do stuff? And they're like, "Nah, we 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 right, we right, we just paint." And he does have the, um, the great point out that um, people will write philosophies on this because it's a blind man teaching an android to paint. <laughs> I like that. It's cute. They're kind of making fun of themselves. Yeah. And, um, it's really cute. But yeah, Data's just trying to be creative and and having a fun time. But suspiciously, what he's making kind of looks like the coronavirus. And I'm not sure if that's just because like, my head's on. But it, it kind of does. It's like this orange, two orange balls. With like little spikes coming out of them, like data. You see in the future, you know. <laughs> I mean, you've <laughs> we'll seen see the, the past. past. Wait, they yeah. say it's like an as, as zelly an egg or something. Oh yeah, maybe. But it's apparently, like he didn't do it very well because Riker's like, "Oh, is that what those are?" <laughs> so I don't know. Sassy maybe Riker. maybe he does have the coronavirus on his mind. Maybe all viruses just look the same. Yeah, maybe. But they're not bothered by it. Riker comes in, gives the one-liner, laughs, and then leaves. And they're like, oh, okay. And they just get back to painting. Well, you, you know you know who would um, know what viruses look like? It'd be Beverly, uh, who he goes to see next. Yeah. Ah, nice segue. I see what you did there. Thank yeah, you. but Thank he, you. I'm proud of he that goes one. I straight. To shove it in. I think it's cute that he goes to Beverly because I don't usually yeah. – we don't really see these two together at all. But um, but it's cute no. that, like – and Beverly's all flustered and excited because she's off to like talk to I don't know some professor Epstein or something. Terence Epstein, um, the Terrence leading Epstein. mind in cybernetics. Yes, no descendants of uh, of um, does it Jeremy Epstein, the shit one? Who's the uh, who's the I'm Jeremy. Uh, um, not not Jeffrey. not you, Jeffrey. Oh my god, did I say Jeremy? I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's also uh, Raphael uh, Epstein, who's a fantastic journalist. So. Oh, well, he's amazing then. Fuck yes. Um, he's the descendant of Raphael Epstein. Um, yeah, so she's off to go chat with his doctor about all sorts of research and fun, exciting things. And she's getting so flustered and excited yeah, that she she's like, so walks. She's so stoked. She walks like Riker to the elevator and Riker just follows holding like the thing that she gave him. And she goes, uh, I have no time to speak to you. I've, I've got to go. And she just takes it back and then, like leaves. And Riker's just like, okay. <laughs> Okay. It, it did feel like like I didn't realize until this part that Riker was looking for something to do. I yeah, thought he was just kind of wandering cute. around, checking on stuff and like making sure everything was in order. And when Beverly's like, I'm sorry, Will, I don't have time to hang out. I'm like, oh, oh, is that what he's doing? <laughs> he's looking for friend. But I like that because it kind of brings you across the like the whole journey of of the cat. Of you know, first he's with Picard, and Picard's like, "I'm gonna go chill out. You should chill out too." And he's like, "Yeah, maybe. I don't really know what to do." And then like you see him go pretty much like all of his circle of influence, being like, "Hey, what's up? You want to hang?" And everyone's like, "Nah, we're busy." And he's like, "Oh yeah, okay. I don't really want to do that anyway. It's cool." Tight, tight, tight. And then like, there is one person who is missing very notably from that. Yeah, what the fuck? Where the fuck is Troy? Mm. Does she not? Where it never gets brought up in this episode. Like, mm. why? I I only just realized that when you said that. Like, I I did not realize that she wasn't in this episode. But like, because because Riker episodes, like Riker sexy episodes, like sex just happens independently, like outside of Troy, with like for Riker and different events and different times. It's like I completely forget that they're a thing. And like, where is she? What? Never why? explained. But why? She's yeah. what? <laughs> why? Yeah. What? Yeah. She's left before, right? She's left yeah. the things, um, and they've in explained it. In hiding, she was out of it as well. 
But did they explain why? Yeah, they had to drop her off for for some reason. I can't remember why. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I'm that's wondering weird. again. So many of these Riker episodes are different if Troy's around. Yeah, because because I think it plays on that like those stereotypes of like relationships and monogamy and all that kind of like you know uh, conventional kind of relationships like in the eighties where mm. if you had you know obviously this romantic tension and romantic past history with this with this you know with one character you can't possibly be wanting to you know continue mm. you know doing stuff with this other character even though that's that's you know done and dusted or or whatever yeah I don't know uh, that's that's and, uh, and that's even very the true. Fact- that if Troy's there, I can't think of a reason why she wouldn't say, Riker, come with me and do whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah. But she probably... It would be... I think the the way that they would make it work is... I don't know why Troy isn't in this episode. She should be, because it would be fine. They'd just be like, oh... Riker would be like, oh, Troy, what are you up to? And Troy would be doing something, I don't know, fun and exciting, maybe sitting in the... I don't know, lounge eating chocolate yeah. or, or or something, <laughs> and then and then she'd be like, "Cool, uh, do you want to hang out?" And then because of the romantic tension and history that they've had in the past, he might be like, "No, it's okay. Enjoy your private time." That, that's all they needed to do was just like, "Hey, have a have a nice time to yourself." And she'd be like, "Yeah, okay, cool. You too." Hmm. And then just I can only assume that, because... that they wanted to give her the week off. Yeah, but but is it just because then because of what happens? next to this episode like is no that no reason? i think it's like they just gave the act of the week off and just went all right cool we just went right up for that sh- that episode but yeah yeah maybe i mean it yeah, kind of works out for that but the fact that everyone has like i think everyone else's scenes would have taken a, a day at most to film yeah maybe and it maybe. really is just picard and Riker. so jonathan frakes and and um patrick stewart doing most of the work on this so it feels like yeah. we're going to cut costs. We're going to everyone else is going to get a, like a extra long weekend. We'll get your scenes done in a couple of days, and then we're out. I think it's just because, like, because this is such a Riker heavy episode that, and because Troy and Riker have in previous episodes had this tension or romantic yeah. like previous history come up. Like, I just. I'm not sure why I didn't come up in this episode, but okay, that's my one flaw with this episode. It doesn't have enough Troy. We want the <laughs> Troy. We want the Diana. Zero Troy, which is, is unfortunate. Zero Troy. Uh, but if, not enough. If we, if we had Troy, I don't think, like I was just saying, we wouldn't have got this next scene, which is the crux of the episode, where he heads over yes. to, Riker heads over to Holodeck, um, where they have enhanced it. Yeah, so he comes across two two of the binars, mm-hmm. uh, and they go bleep bloop. We've uh, fixed your holodeck, and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's test it out." And um, and immediately, immediately does jazz sex club. Immediately, yeah. he's like, mm, "Let's think of something. Uh, I don't know, uh, something A jazz bar uh, jazzy." In, um, <laughs> so, th- where does he say? New Orleans. He eventually settled on New Orleans. He says something else before, but he's like, uh, two a.m." And it shows up. Like, oh, that's really <laughs> impressive. He's like, now give it a three-piece number and a bone for me. Yeah, like, which is trombone, everybody. Short yeah, for trombone. That's a, that's a jazz appalling. term, everyone. Riker likes oh jazz, just God. in case you don't know. Uh, and he's like, and now yeah. an audience. And they like feel like, no, 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 too many. Um, let's make it a little <laughs> more intimate. And just one oh blonde in a red dress shows up. It's very much woman in the red dress from, from, um, from Matrix. Yeah. He's like, no, Dancing blondes and jazz. 
Don't mix. Oh, the, the things. Oh, it's so perfect. Can we put some clips of the things he says? Because, like, it's amazing. He goes, like, blondes and jazz don't mix. And then, like, immediately things change. And he's like, oh, amazing. But uh, let's spice things up a bit. Uh, let's make it more sultry. And then and then she changes. Like, the woman changes to a different woman. And it's like, what made her more sultry, Riker? I'm so confused. She's sitting in a different chair. Is that, is that a sultry? I think <laughs> the dress gets more revealing. Does it though? Does it? Does. Because I don't think it does. <laughs> I, I, I think don't know. It just uh, feels like he's going through his porn catalog. Yeah, like picking, it's so. Um, mm, I don't feel like a redhead today. Mm, how about uh, yeah? It's like, uh, but also uh, the emphasis on how he says some things. He's like, yeah, when there's more people in the room, he goes, "Whoa, too many." And then it's like, I was thinking of something a little more intimate. And uh, and then it's like, and then he's like, "Great job, boys." <laughs> but computer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. blunt jazz seldom go to get. It's just everything he says and the way he says it is just like is so. I'm pretty sure she's wearing the exact same dress in every Maybe in everything. She is, yeah. Now I'll need someone to play with. A trio, piano, bass, and drums, and a bone for me. Now an audience. Whoa. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Great job, boys. But computer, blondes and jazz seldom go together. Now that is truly exceptional. And he goes, now that is truly exceptional. It's like, oh, you're talking about a woman. Well, ah. no, he's, not, he's talking about an algorithm. I know, but it's Which weird. is weirder to me. It's weird. It's like because talking... he's getting turned on yeah. by a thing. But it's... like, also he knows because he's making it up. Anyway, I have, yeah. this is problematic. So, so problematic. <laughs> it's like, if he's talking about a woman, it's misogynist and, and sexist and like bad. But if he's hmm. talking about a computer, it's like, that's not even human. Like you've literally, but, I, wow, yeah. this is so bad. Anyway, but he goes also to talk he's to pretty, Yeah, he goes to talk to her. It's, sorry, just really quickly. He's, the reason I think it's also really weird is because he's projecting these, like what he thinks is ster- sexy or stereotypically, like whatever any of yes. these things are. And he's projecting that onto a thing. And then it makes it the thing, which is like this like stereotype and like, ugh, ugh. anyway, it's weird. So he, yeah, he goes to talk to her. Who's, yeah. She's now sitting at the bar with a cocktail and just has like a short, you know, fluffy bob looking amazing. She looks, hey, minuette, mwah, looking that's, great. That's her actress. name. She Fantastic. introduced herself as minuette. Minuet, and it's sexy because it's kind of French. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and so Riker goes, some, she, he's speaking to the binary still, and he's like talking to them as if they're boys. He's like <laughs> genderizing them, like he yeah. knows, he knows that they think, or he thinks, sorry, that they, they think it's sexy too. <laughs> he's like, gentlemen, if uh, this is what you call enhancement, uh, ooh, you've done a great job. Anyway, so <laughs> then he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, I love that they then just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, they... We're out. We're gone. This is good. too weird as for soon... us. Man, as soon as they start talking, as soon as he goes up to Minuet and they start chatting, uh, they pick up on the vibe real quick for yeah. <laughs> for, for not being, yeah, for, for yep, they, they, they sure do leave straight away. <laughs> but yeah, Riker chats and it, it turn, soon turns out that like, yeah, the enhancement is real, everybody. Like she 
is quick to pick up on conversation. She's like, he's like, tell me you love jazz, baby. And she's like, my name is Minuet and I love all jazz except Dixieland, which I yep. still don't know what Dixieland is, but apparently you can't dance to it. Yeah. That's what... And he's like, my gal, <laughs> my gal, that's she... my gal. Ooh. It's literally Ooh. just like, this is, this is Riker flirting. This is his go-to uh, flirt where he just gets every response he wants. It's also though Riker flirting, but not thinking he has to try because it's a, it's, it's not real. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. But he's still trying. He's so yeah. caught up in it. He's so seduced. He's like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, you know, fucking talking to a make-believe woman, but a fantasy woman, but I'm. Enraptured, she's glorious. Oh, glorious. she's into jazz. No way, don't tell me you're into jazz. Oh, and you like dancing. Oh, do you like my bone? And he goes, and <laughs> My bone, yeah, uh, which is what he does for her. Um, yeah, we, we get a, a scene basically good. Picard comes out of his red room and says, Well, where's number one? Oh, he's on the holodeck. I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah, but yeah, so we go straight from that erotic zone to Wesley standing on the bridge, still staring at the binars, being like, "This for these fuckers, Wesley's these fucking too." Wesley's, yeah, Wesley's erotic zone. So he's, he's yes, yeah, super caught up with the dudes. But yeah, so because Picard's also on the bridge, he's just like, "Yeah, I should probably go find Riker." Uh, after learning from Wesley that, like, yeah, he's on the holodeck, chilling yeah. out, having some rest time. So instead of just, like, you know, buzzing him like any normal person would, because, like, yeah, no, I'll just, you know, go all the way down to the holodeck and, you know, say a little hello and see what's going on and see, mm-hmm. I was interrupting <laughs> see for myself. His time. Oh, his sexy LARPing time, his little role-playing session by mm-hmm. himself, mm-hmm. his little one-on-one, on one, <laughs> on number one. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is he number two or number one? Oh, fuck. That would have so much better. He's number one. Oh, he's number one. Fuck yes. Oh, the because he's lands. the first officer. Okay. I know. It's one on uh, one on one. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, um, so anyway. he in the jazz bar, he's um, <laughs> Riker's playing his trombone, which isn't a euphemism for anything. He's actually playing the trombone. Uh, and if I recall correctly, Jonathan Frakes is actually quite a talented trombone player. Yeah, he's doing everything himself. Like, he's handling that bone. Real, real, real good. I don't know jazz. I don't know Dixieland. I don't know nothing. <laughs> we just got to assume seems... that the trombone is called a bone. Uh, yeah, I, why not? I, I he like said it idea. was. I trust him. This, um, this element of, like, they really focus on the fact that he's playing with the band. They do, like, yeah. It's a, a long moment where he's playing with the band. And it's like, I just like that idea because this is the chance... Well, partly because Jonathan Frakes is doing it himself, but this is a kind of when you can let your players in an RPG show off. Like you always have the bar being like, hey, I'm going to play a tune. What I like to do is if they're saying I'm going to play a tune, you say, well, what music are you playing? And get them to pick yeah. a, a song. Like if um, I've got a bard myself who plays the fiddle and every time he gets up in a new town, he plays Devil Came Down to Georgia. Oh. Ooh, I like that. You got it prepped. You got it prepped and ready. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is his his song that he plays, and he gets everyone up and beat. Like that's the beat he gets going. Uh, so just that oh. idea, rather than make just a performance check, you get them to pick the music. Like you just say you played it perfectly, but yeah, to add yeah. that little bit of spice to it as well, you choose the music rather than just describe it. And that way, they don't yes. have to actually play the ukulele, but you get the feeling. <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that because not everybody has come prepared with a casual ukulele on hand that they can just whip out and do their own little song. So, yeah, I like that. And I like giving, because I'm all about giving the player like an opportunity to completely butcher something, but like also completely succeed. So... I, I I like the I, I yeah I like the idea of having like a player say yeah giving an option like you know down to Georgia and then depending on the role explaining in detail or maybe even performing themselves how they've butchered it like what mm-hmm. went wrong maybe they tripped and fell and like oh maybe a string got fucked up or maybe they like bit their tongue and then like had to do the song at a lisp and then like well shit like that is so much fun and it's like super engaging and like yeah adds to the adds to the one like the you know player in the spotlight moment where it's like now's your time to shine buddy sing yeah. for us all and the way down for, to georgia for characters who are designed for that particularly bards in well yeah. pretty much most fantasy games that's what they're for they want that moment in the spotlight they want to have a performance check that's why they created the character yeah, yeah. But like to to bring enjoyment to something that like is a fuck up is also super fun. Yeah. Like and and having having something in the bag ready prepared that you can be like, and how do you fuck it up? Perform it. Go on, go on. Show us mm. how you fuck it up. <laughs> Explain you perform the great entire detail. thing and your flies down or something. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> uh, you lock eyes with someone and you can't look away and you're doing that awkward water bottle drink thing where you just like you can't look away from them because you kept them for too long, so you just end up staring at them the whole performance mm-hmm. uh yeah mm-hmm. Any, anything like that would be great but, speaking um, of staring yeah. um minuet is just staring at oh at, um at the whole time and like all of the dudes that he's playing with who again aren't real uh are even in confirming with Riker that hey the chick the only woman here she really likes you because she is looking at you a lot my guy and and Riker's like, oh, really? You think so? How can you tell? And they're like, yeah, she's literally the only other person here. Um, and she, I, she's creepishly staring at you. Like, I like creepishly. the um, I like the programming for them too. They're like, yeah, well, it's definitely not the playing because you're not great. Yeah, and the it's guy like, he's clearly the... pretty good, but just <laughs> yeah, they've been right. programmed to to sling shit at him because that's yeah. what you do in a band. You're like, yeah, but I'm better, kind of thing. The piano guy is totally razzing him. He's just like, yeah. yeah, don't quit your day job, buddy. And he's like, Psh, all right, yeah, cool, fair, fair, fair. But uh, the great. other guy I is just... totally on his side. It's very cute. <laughs> it's really it's really well done. But he, he is a little weirded out about how how into him Minuet is and that she does kind of seem to, like, say everything he wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're, you're too good. You're, you, how do you know? Because she says something. I think it's like, doesn't he say like, "Oh, I need to leave," and she's like, "Your work's very important to you, I can tell." And he's like, "How? How? How, how do you know?" And she's like, "You literally just brought up your work and said that you were gonna." <laughs> anyway, can we dance? And he's like, "You're incredible." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, it, so you get. It does feel like holodeck big. therapy a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I guess if holodeck therapy was like, I'm gonna hang out with a sexy lady and get her to compliment me all night. I, I, mean, I, I get how that that's would That's what be. Riker needs, apparently. Yeah, it's just a, a a shoulder, a a feminine shoulder to cry cry on, lean yes, my that, head against. Yes, that's what he's going to do. <laughs> yep, yep, lean my head and cry all over her, all over with my tears. Just I love just his line of all... what is it? How real are you? And she's like, as real as you need me to be. And I'm like, oh my, dude, God. <laughs> dude. 
she's like i can anticipate your lead and, and he's like oh my god <laughs> he's getting like the the sweats like the <laughs> is that a trombone visible. in your pocket are you just happy to see me <laughs> is that your bone your trombone oh oh man it's just it's cute but like it's also i don't know it's it's great like i I'm we I'm ragging on it, but I love these episodes because it's so corny and cute and like and dorky, and you get to see Riker being like trying to be sexy and like it's very funny. And because it's it when you when you strip it back, it's like he's dancing with nothing. Yeah, <laughs> dancing on his own, dancing See? by myself. Um, uh, well, he's not dancing by himself once Picard enters, uh, because true. Minuet and start... Minuet and uh, Riker start making out. Yep. Yeah, so. They stop. Let's basically. They're just sweet talking to each other. She's like, "It's such a dream to be on a ship like this," and he's like, "It is a dream." And just what's this is a dream. Make kiss me, and he they kiss, and then as they kissing everybody, and it pans out of them slow dancing in the middle of a nice sexy little time, nice mm-hmm. little sexy jazz club in Kansas. Bucky Picard is just staring. Oh, he you he's you hear him walk there. in like they hear the oh. door open, so they stop making out. Just but it's it's it would be so awkward. Like it would oh be cool, so awkward to I have just caught captain. my um, my subordinate making out with the computer program. Essentially, just go. making out with himself. I should yep, go. Yep. Hmm. He's like, I didn't mean to interrupt. Bye, guys. But then then Minuet's like, No, 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 stay. Minuet's totally into it. She's like, No, please, yeah. sir, stay. I've heard so much about you. Yeah, uh, like we were just talking about you. Me, Will. And then yeah. she speaks French, and yeah, she's like enchanté, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oui, oui, in this like butchered French. He speaks yeah. in butchered French. Poor, poor Patrick poor Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I know he can't speak French for the life of him, so he's like, she's doing a great job, and he's like, uh, we oui, enfant new sommes. Uh. <laughs> Let it, let's switch to um, back to English as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put it the end, which I assume is Paris. <laughs> Parisienne, we, we, is, it's not good. It's it's as bad as my French. Um, and like, no. but she's fully into it. She's like, oh, Jean-Luc, come sit with us. And Will's mm-hmm. like, uh, Will, yeah, Will's, Will's like, I had different plans. I had other ideas. Ooh, I was all alone in a room, but, basically one-on-oning. But now you're here, my yeah, captain. I, okay, I guess we can fine. make it a group scene, but that's a little awkward. I guess we're off duty, so it's okay. <laughs> That's going to make it a little uh, more interesting. Bring out another trombone. Mm. <laughs> we'll make it a, a, a no. Oh, my God. Anyway, so <laughs> you stuffed yourself in just... time before that one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It, it's awkward, everybody. It's that's the it awkward. But, but yeah. Minuet makes it less awkward. Like, she is yeah, incredibly she's... charming. She's being so charming. The sophistication of the program is remarkable, says Picard. He's yeah. like, you know, talking and... to Minuet while talking to Riker. So sort of three, like, ignoring, like, I don't know. It's that it adds to the sexism. But I get what... why they're doing it because he's not real, but she's not real. But anyway, it's. What I like <laughs> is he's talking about her as, she's, as if she's not real and she responds to it. Yeah, she's like, I am goodbye, real. They freak out normally when they discover this yeah, stuff because they're not you're right. which is like yes the programming is remarkable stark contrast the, yeah. the fact that I'm I remarkable. learned yeah I'm remarkable that yeah. when and like I didn't know French until you I registered that you were French and then I just accessed, yeah. accessed the foreign languages centre yeah and she's so like, she's aware so that she's a program and she's aware that he's talking about the program and aware that you know I am fictional essentially yeah. But that doesn't mean so I she's... can't interact. 
that's the thing the self-awareness though is bird like it's 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 like borderline like consciousness like i don't understand why they're not more troubled by it because like if i had an ai talking to me as if they knew or like in that scenario like you're on a holodeck and you expect everything to be under a sort of like guise of fantasy essentially and then they start talking to you as if they know everything that's happening you're like okay so i think we've crossed the line here everybody let's uh rewind Mm -hmm. uh let's um take back the um the uh the updates Let's uh, let's maybe take this a step back. Well, I'm also wondering because <laughs> and... she responds to Riker like he's playing pretend, so she yeah. does as well. And then when Picard doesn't want to play pretend, he wants to talk about the program. She's like, "I can do that too." She's yeah. like adapting to their. You know what? Like I think it's very obvious that in fantasy terms or D and D terms, she'd be the succubus. Oh, oh my God! You're so right. That is the perfect analogy for her. She is. She is menu menu suck menu menu suck you yeah menu suck suck the bus and everybody else on the bus. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think she's designed like she's definitely designed to keep them distracted. Um, That's her but, whole purpose, though. It, that that gets revealed, but like yeah, yeah it's, it's that she's yeah. not evil per se, and I think that's a good way to play demons and fiends as well, particularly succubi. That they don't have to be. I'm going to suck the life out of you. It's just like I'm just doing what I'm here for. I'm not bad. Yeah, I'm just neutral. That way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she has like a rabbit ass. But yeah, it's yeah. very neutral. Uh, neutral, not good. Neutral, good or evil. I guess you could play it either way. Um, and that she neutral, does it neutral, that, again. That adaption to whatever people want. Yeah, yeah. So That's a very good. cool. Yeah, I think too many yeah. people play a succubus. This is just a, an aside as va va voom, like super sexual, and so like, mm. this is a much better way to play a succubus or an incubus. Yeah, because think about it, because like, yeah, I think succubus are so often sexualized that it might be a really interesting way to explore a new sort of character or more character aspects of a succubus. I guess if. Uh, yeah, player or whatever, if they wanted to maybe... Because, like, think about if you're a traveler, or depending on your history or backstory, like, what might attract you at the moment or time would be, like, I don't know, a, a grandmotherly figure with, like, a, a thing of tray of cookies or, mm. like, a glass of mead or something. Be like, come in, warm yourself by the fire, you know, have a chill out. Or, like, you know, a, a, a young boy and a dog or something. I don't know. <laughs> just make it, like, completely anti-sexual. Make it more yeah. about, like, oh, it, this, this is, is something my character wants. More than anything. Yeah. They want they want to have a connection with someone. And that connection yeah. might be a grandmotherly figure who will be like, yeah, do whatever you want. And then during the night, I'll just suck your life out. Um, like, I'll drain <laughs> the life from your from your body through the cookies yeah. or something. Yes. Or maybe yes. I need to take care of someone so this person will just... This dog, dog, boy and dog will just hang around all the time and they need to be rescued and they need to, like, be fed. Um, oh, my God, yeah. They need to be taken care of, basically. So all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Or even, it doesn't have to be human. It could be a sheep that needs to be rescued. Yeah, it could be, yeah. or you know, a horse a, or, like, a, a, yeah. a rabbit or a bird or any of that kind of stuff. Just, like, that would be such a cool way to design, like, that kind of character or that kind of thing around yeah because so often so like everything is sexualized we don't have to sexualize everything we don't have to sexualize minuet everybody we don't have to we could have just left it she could have just been a, a nice nice something i don't nice know bartender. she could have been just a friend to, to hang just out just a with friend him. just something someone Not, to talk don't to have to 
don't have to fuck everything, Riker. You can just <laughs> you can just leave it. He doesn't <laughs> have to, but he chooses to. He decides to, yeah. That's an yeah. active active decision. Um but yes, so Picard is mightily impressed. He's, and he's very Riker, impressed. And they're, they're just yeah. chatting away. They're having a discussion about it. Uh, while Data, back in his room, is waiting for inspiration of what he's, he's going to do. Um, yeah. And he's Wes done the eggs. In. He's moving on. Yeah, he's, he's trying yes. to work out what can I do with the eggs. Wes calls in and he's like, <laughs> are you guys doing any tests? Because there's a problem in engineering. There's some sort of magnetic containment field which is having some, some issues. Yeah, something, something. Fucking Wes holding the fort while everybody's off getting their, their yeah. rocks. Their bones. Bones yeah. boned. But, so Geordi, yep. Geordi's like, don't tell Riker and Picard. Don't interrupt them. We're going to see what's going on first. Uh, rather yeah, than just, that's like, weird to me. No, I, I'm, I, it makes sense to me because he wants to get down there, have a look and go, is this something I can fix or is it something I need to tell yeah. the captain about? But like he 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 immediately says, "Don't tell." Like it just feels like they would have been like, "Okay, cool, we'll just check engineering before we tell the captain." Like not everything has to go through the captain, right? Essentially, I mean, if it's something to do with engineering and it's an engineering problem, there's a reason why Wesley contacted uh, yeah. Forge instead of the captain. Well, I think he contacts um, Data. Oh, Data. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, I, I guess think it's Lieutenant. It's. I, I think it might be a little bit more like Wes. Don't panic. We've got this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It's, in so many other instances, it's just like, cool, okay, I guess we'll just t- tell the captain just so he's updated or, or knows. Yeah. Or, oh, this isn't important enough for the captain, so we'll just do this. Yeah, maybe that's how it was meant to. I just think, think it was weird. It almost made me suspicious of LaForge for no yeah. reason. Because <laughs> he's like, don't tell the captain. It's like, why? Why? Why not? <laughs> tell don't me tell why. Riker tell me why. Yeah, don't tell Riker. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Shh. Like, he thinks he thinks he accidentally left, like, a panel open and, like, wires got, I don't know, fucking chomped on by some space <laughs> rats or something. Like, he, he's done something wrong. Like, don't tell anybody. I'll, I'll, I'll check. I'll check. I got this. Anyway. I, I love funny. that they almost immediately realize, no, we need to tell Picard immediately. <laughs> Yeah, they go down to the yeah, and Data's like, nope, the Enterprise is in horrific, horrific yes. trouble. We need like, to leave. The, the magnetic uh, field is failing. The entire ship will explode. Uh, we it's need basically to... become a bomb, a live bomb, and we need to get it as far as way as we can from the space ship. I mean, the uh, space, uh, space space station. So space space. So yeah, Data, Data's freaking out, which is great oh, because it's... Data never freaks out. <laughs> it, I mean, it's data freak out. He's like, no, we need to do this immediately. I am going to take no, no, con, con, no, no questions, no discussion. I am just going to do this. That's data yep, freaking yep. out. Estimated, yep. In four minutes, 18 seconds, we need to leave. Um, everybody get to, he calls out over the, you know, the comm system to everybody on the ship. Uh, um, we need to prepare the uh, enterprise for um, the immediate departure. Everybody get the fuck out. <laughs> leave now and then uh set a course you know uh for yeah the for an uninhabited area speed, completely uh, far away as quickly as you can get yeah. the fuck out <laughs> and this is where they again they just reuse footage of um yeah, of when you everyone, mentioned everyone was when they were talking to the traveler and like think good thoughts about him um they use the same people yeah right okay cool 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 so they've definitely uh, reused stock footage of like, yeah, actually, because I, I think I remember seeing one of the guys. You mentioned the guy in the skirt. I don't remember yeah. seeing him, but I remember seeing another guy. Um, and it's like a, a close-up shot of him next to a comm system, and he looks up, Ooh. and he had a really recognizable face. But, uh, but yeah, okay. I, I hope I, they that's, got paid that's... for both episodes. 
Me too. If they're just going to reuse footage, like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and your face rocks up twice. Man in the skirt's legs rocked up twice. His kneecaps <laughs> were exposed twice. He, he, he deserves another, another payout. But, um, but what yeah, this, that's interesting. What this does for me is like kind of draw, withdraw the, the veil of how everything's created because it makes me realize what the actors were told to do was walk down the hallway, stop, act as though you're listening to something, then keep walking. Mm. Yeah, walk and slightly we'll, we'll quicker. we'll just throw that in where we need to. Yeah, I love that. Because it makes sense. If you've got, like, a whole bunch of extras on, like, for a limited, I don't know, in a limited budget for a limited time, you'd be like, right, we'll just do all these stock things now and try and find a spot for them later down the line and maybe reuse them as we go, but probably not. But I do find it funny that they reused that when they had – I mean, I mean, I didn't really notice, so good for you for picking – they must have filmed a lot more because, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it gets spliced up during the first season yeah. for sure. I'm going to look at, I'm going to keep my out, <laughs> my eye out on those words. Yep. So anyway, that means that the, the ship has to evacuate within four minutes, which seems too short um, for a it ship does. that size. But apparently they were able to do it uh, as well. Yeah. A lot of them are using transporter beams. Certainly Wes is transported away. Um, I think it takes them like five seconds to send four people. I'm like that. Everyone's going to die if you're doing it at that rate. Yeah, that doesn't seem accurate. There must be more transporter. Trans- yeah. And they do say if anyone's close enough, use the airlock and that kind of thing. But they all kind of reassemble on the on the space base uh, at the mm, control space room space. where they, they can watch it. Um, yeah, and Data back on the bridge is like, where's Picard? Did he get out? And they're like, oh, the computer says all decks are empty. Like, and Jody's okay. like, well, I guess they, I guess they left. I, I, it feels like a little unprofessional to be like, cool. I guess the captain's gone. Okay, we didn't hear from him at all during this time, but that's fine. Uh, okay, forty-one seconds. We should leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's something so, ridiculous, like forty seconds or something they've got left. Uh, so they they beam uh, out, and then they realize once they're back there, they that Picard, no one's seen him. Yeah, they've and essentially sent the ship off to explode in another area of space. Um, they're going to be in so much trouble. And Commander on it. They're going to be in so much trouble. I like that they Data. don't have time to beam back, which is exactly true. Like, it is very yeah. true, given how long it takes to beam in and out and how long they have left. It's like they'd arrive with, like, five seconds to go and then just explode. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And yeah. also, like, suspiciously, though, the... So the yeah the ship the Enterprise fucks off but guys not exploding nothing's yeah. exploding ship's completely fine and we get a we get a cool empty spooky shots of like oh, the, the corridors the the corridors I love like that. empty corridors a shaky like, cam like <laughs> again their filming was hey can you just walk around the set a couple of times yeah like, just, walk the the just, just walk around the set just walk around the set and it was like but it's it's so creepy because of the red flashing lights and the fact that these corridors where we always see people like even if it's mm. just Riker walking down there's always someone going the other way to make it feel lived mm. in but now it's completely empty yeah yeah that's truly it's just, spooky it's really but, cool but the bar's not empty yeah back at the jazz club full as full as Dixieland I guess yeah. is in the hearts of who like over like this again they're, they're just chilling they've heard yeah. no alarms no they're alarms. just like Reich is telling trans- some story fix. Uh, yeah. about kids how much he wants kids <laughs> yeah is he really I can't no, remember no I don't think all. he's just telling a story about kids and like some little oh, trick they played 
yeah, it's something to do with his family, like his yeah. his siblings. Yeah. Um, and she's like Minya, it's like engaged, she's like raptured, she's like staring right at Riker. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so amazing. Like you you're so, you know, family oriented and um blah blah blah. And Picard, it, it's so the way that they've shot it, it's like visi- visually, like you've got Riker staring daggers straight at like minuet and minuet staring straight back at this table and picard's like sitting in another table behind them and his head is like in the middle he's sitting at the same table and he's just right there between them i mean is this not the best example of riker's life he finds someone he really 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 wants to be with but the picard the the um the symbolism of his career is in the way the federation yes his career but like cock blocks him at every turn like it's just it's so but it's so like awkward and weird because it's like they're having this really intimate conversation and who who in all pretext like riker is just having with himself and they're like (laughs) they're about staring at it being like amazing incredible this is this is outstanding programming (laughs) this uh, is outstanding program look at the communication your emotions oh and then and like is even like rike is saying i could i could really develop feelings for for minuet with her right there which is so weird yeah in front of his captain like yeah and his and the look i'm sorry but like the looks that like picard give he's like pout it's so weird i don't know i don't like it it's weird yeah Oh, and then Minuet is even engaged. She's like, oh, you're so French, Picard. Oh, 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 that's such a French answer. He's like, okay, this is getting even weirder for me and I'm not comfortable with this anymore, so I should go. He's like, no, 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 stay. Stay, stay, please, please, please stay. And it's like... Ten minutes in, Picard's like out. It's like, dude, you should have been out like like eight minutes ago, nine minutes ago, you leave. (laughs) Nine minutes and 30 seconds after you saw Riker's tongue down her throat. Yeah, you should have gone. You should have hit the bricks. But like, all right, cool. I'm going to leave now. Bye. Uh, but no, now he gets the cue. And now he's like, yeah, I should probably go. Ben- mm. Minuet's no. <laughs> Minuet's yeah, fully Minuet's like, like, no, I think you should stay. Desperate to get him to completely. stay. Frantic to get him to stay. Yeah. And then finally they pick up something's wrong. They're like both of them at the same time. It's like instant. They're like, you want him to stay? It's like, this couldn't possibly be through a Okay, cool. We're going to go check out <laughs> what's going yeah. on outside the ship. It's like three ways off the table, so it's got to be something funky. And then they go, and then they see that like all of the alarms are blazing, and like the ship is empty. So, yeah. And fun. they ask Jesus what's Christ. what's going on. They're like, "Why is there a red alert?" And like, because there was a magnetic problem. It's like, is there one now? No. I love the computer's <laughs> responses to them. It's like, oh, is anyone else on the board? No. Where did they go? The starbase. <laughs> Yeah, she's so chill about it. She's just like, yeah, the, the ship was going to explode. Okay, is it still going to explode? No, no it's fine. No. Uh, uh, no one's on board. All of the Enterprise personnel are off the ship, except for you. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, okay, but bye. does also give them the direction that they're heading. And, like, gives them yes. the heading and then it's like, this is the Binus system. Yeah, dun dun dun. Guess what, everybody? The thing, the thing that they were doing to the ship, there was not that the, they said that they were going to be doing. No. They're doing something completely else. Yeah. They're doing their whole other thing. They got a whole other subplot going like, on. Why? Why uh, are they stealing my ship? Yes. Yeah, so we get exposition doorway, which uh, Picard and Riker kind of reveal well, the main plot in the I, doorway I of the. I don't holiday. have a jingle no. for that yet, oh, but no. they do also have an interrogation sequence. Oh, do they? Yeah, they With head back Mc- over oh, to yeah, Minuet, and they're like, what is going on? And she's like, well, this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I love it. She just okay. tells them the answers. Like, yeah, they ask completely. questions, and they're like, cool. Mm. 
She's remarkably forthcoming. Yeah. It's like not no NPC I've ever played. Maybe that's me. No NPC <laughs> I've ever encountered either has been that forthcoming with answers. Well, yeah. So Bacon and Riker must have rolled like a like nat twenty, like yeah. both of them on um inter in, wait interrogation what not intimidation um what would it be persuasion um uh, persuasion yeah for sure maybe well Riker gets uh, advantage apparently his trombone playing uh... Uh, <laughs> he definitely gave him a bonus a um a bonus uh, yeah. no wait uh, a bonus. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Fantastic. Amazing. Um, but wait, no, uh, Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. No, because Riker's totally the Bard. So Riker yeah. gives, yeah, Picard, Bardic Inspiration, yeah. Bada Bing, Bada Boom. They got his, the answer. His trombone, yeah. Yeah, trombone. So so basically, Minuet's like, yeah, I'll tell you everything. Um, we, yeah, we totally took control of the ship. Um, is that what they say? I can't remember. I, I can't remember exactly what she says, but pretty much answers all their questions. I don't think she says why. Yeah, um, she just explains that we've taken control of the ship. The binders have taken control of the ship. I was set to, you know, distract you. Yeah, to that's right. Distract you. Distract you Riker, know, and, and Picard was just an added bonus. Yeah, you were you weren't supposed to be here, but you were, so it's great. Um, but yeah. we needed someone. Oh no, that comes later. Sorry, the the clearance thing comes later. But yeah, so they figure out that like it was it was a ploy. He's the uh, and then they go straight back yeah. to the bridge to, to set, yeah they set the no, right they head to the weapons room first. Um, but back on the Starbase, Data kind of realizes, hey, the Binars aren't anywhere near us. So that kind of suggests that something has occurred with them. So let's send a ship to the Binar home planet as well. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I can't Picard... remember if... You can't remember? Do, do they purposely... No, yeah, I can't remember if they purposely decide... So they, they do purposely decide to go to the Binar planet after seeing yeah. something's to, up with the Binars? To send a ship to see if something's up. Right. Uh, oh, okay. Because sorry. that may the be where the... the Enterprise is going if if suddenly all the binars disappear at the same time the Enterprise gets stolen. Right. So they're on the space base there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's what's happening. Right. 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 So okay. Picard cool. and uh, Riker go to the weapons room uh, yes. to get their weapons. Yes, they do. And Picard's like, we go. Riker wants to go to the bridge, but Picard's like, no, we're going to um, go down to engineering and either regain control there or we're going to program the self destruct. Jesus, yeah, that's a that's a, a swift, bold move, Picard. Yeah. From, <laughs> I, yep. I like his logic too because he's like, okay, we can set a program, uh, self destruct for five minutes, then we can go up to the bridge. If we can't regain control of the bridge, then the ship will self destruct. If we can, we can just turn it off again. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's good. It just, I, I guess. Federation training makes you think that five minutes is like a, a long enough time to get shit done and I would be faffing about still <laughs> freaking out about Minuet not being you know real or betraying us I mean <laughs> five minutes goes by in a bl- fucking blink of an eye it's five fucking minutes I mean I, well they evacuated takes, the like, entire ship in under four <laughs> yeah but like they got procedure for them I don't know fucking Federation dudes man they got I don't know other stuff going on but how long I want to know how long it takes to get from engineering to the bridge like it must take like a matter of minutes like maybe a minute say so you're down to was, four minutes so you gotta f- i don't know i wouldn't out- say more than 20 seconds you with think? the turbo lifts oh I think they can get there yeah with quickly. the turbo lifts okay 20 seconds they're yeah, turbo right. well, then- lifts after all <laughs> they are turbo fast speedy speeds um yeah okay all right all right all right well then yeah i guess four four minutes and and four and 40 seconds that's enough time to yeah. to to stop stuff <laughs> potentially die in the process but that's fine um yeah well, okay if they so potentially they go die, they... then the ship doesn't they don't care that the ship self-destructs like they're, they're yeah, dead because sure, it 
They did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like, it's a big loss for the Federation to be like, yeah, hey, we've yeah. lost one of our like prize ships, one of our the the stars of the fleet. Anyway, uh, so they do this. Um, so they then, they said that they do need both of them to to set it. This isn't oh, something that just a captain can do by himself. It's commander and and uh, captain. Yep, they got to yep. authorize it. Uh, and they also spot that in the main computer, there's like this all this data being stored, and they're like, hmm, that's peculiar. But we better make it to the bridge because we've only got four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no time to no time. No to, time to wonder uh, about that. Yeah, it's like oh fuck, it's like the old Oblivion like um, PCs, like uh, sorry uh, NPCs. So they're just like, I don't want to talk about this now. You don't know me enough to talk about this now. It's like mm. there's not enough information, not enough time to talk about this now. <laughs> you, uh, you need to go. Uh, well, anyway, I'm a nerd. Um, yeah, so they so they, they realize back, the turbo lifts are shut down as well, so they can't get oh, to the bridge. No. No, no, pretty much. Yeah, stranded. Like they, yeah. they. What do you do? Well, how could you do? It? You could force them open. No, I mean. Well, they they want to beam into. They realize beaming into the bridge, you just kind of be a sitting duck, for um. Yeah. For, who, for any. Yeah, they'd see you coming. On the bridge. And like, well, yeah. we could beam into the turbo lift and and open it. It's like, how about you beam to one spot on the bridge, and I'll beam to the other, and one of us will keep catch them off guard. Yeah. Wow. That's like, a that's, desperate move. That's not it's a great like, plan. One of us will die. No, none of these are great plans. But like, I feel like they caught. I don't know. Probably should have checked the turbo lift before they pushed the the five minute death button. But yeah. um, but that's yeah. hindsight. So maybe yeah, I don't know. But um, but yeah. So that happens. So they they decide to do this. But then before that, we get. I think we go back to the space we go back to, base to see what's going on. Data's been thinking. Or doing yeah, stuff. Data's feeling um responsible. He's feeling some guilt. Yeah, because like he, was, he doesn't he need negligence. Yeah, he should not have been relaxing. He's an android. He doesn't need to relax. He was putting his yeah. selfish desires ahead of the crew. He should have stayed there and realized what was happening. And I like this for an RPG element because in fifth edition D and D, elves only need four hours sleep. Oh, um, and they're okay. always all like, "Oh, well, I only need four hours, so I just get a rest like under four hours." And it's like the rules actually state that you need another four hours of downtime of not doing anything. But uh, that, ah. that's fine. Um, but they should always feel guilty then. If elves ever take yeah. a break and they're attacked, then they should feel guilty about it. Because I, I oh, could God. have saved you all. If I was not just chilling under a tree for four hours. Or that's like right. Cool I don't need rest. Why Why is my, my horse now dead? Man, that's some toxic burnout like culture, though, <laughs> for yeah. the elves to be like, I always need to be on, baby, on. Like, all time. It's too Four real. hours, no. It's too real. Oh, I feel sorry for the elves. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but yeah, fuck, that's so funny. Because, like, as a player, you'd want to, yeah, it's an advantage almost that you don't need, you know, as much downtime. Mm. But, like, when you think about it, like, it's kind of all the fun shit sometimes happens in the downtime. Like, when you're just hanging out around the fire yeah. and, like, doing nonsense. Or sleeping, take a turn sleeping. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. they do also say about the ship that's going to be ready, that's not going to be ready in time um, yeah. to head over. The yeah. USS Melbourne. Mel- is it Mel? I thought it was Melbourne. Was it well, Mel- it is. It's Melbourne. Aha. Yay. It's the Melbourne. Melbourne. Why is out. the Melbourne not a cool more ship? I live in Melbourne. I live in Melbourne too. Yeah. Relatable should be the Melbourne. Should know, oh, I did know live about in Melbourne, the Melbourne. Do you reckon it's named we after Melbourne, Melbourne, the um, the Australian city, or Melbourne, the Florida city? Let's hope Australia, because I don't <laughs> yeah. know about that Florida city. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm sh- yeah. If anyone lives in Florida, Melbourne, which maybe Melbourne, Florida. I don't know about Melbourne, Florida. 
Although they pronounce it Melbourne. Um, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, see, that's just wrong. That's yeah, wrong. It's Melbourne. It's it's not it's Melbourne. 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 Melbourne, everybody. Yeah, it's a good it's a good place. I yeah, I'm gonna say Melbourne, Australia. I Melbourne, hope Australia. that more next gen or oh, sorry star trek um individuals have australian accents in the future but i doubt that that will happen so that's oh, a good point well, actually do? why don't they hmm. mm, i know or less american yeah i don't know it just yeah. sounds a bit bit bastardized I mean, but yeah even, so we anyway patrick stewart's the only one that does it and he's french with an english accent so who goes i know it's, it's confusing hey everything is wild it's the future baby who knows <laughs> it's space baby yeah anything goes um so we get yeah we get Throw thrust after Data's guilt trip, we get thrust back onto the bridge. They've beamed aboard. Ricard and Ricard yes. and Ricard. Set phasing. Ricard. Ricard. That's <laughs> that's the, the couple name. Ricard. Ricard. I love it. Oh my or god. Pica. So Ricard, yeah. Or Pika. Ricard Pika. I think Ricard. Uh, Pika. Pika Ricard, rolls Pica. off the tongue. Mm. I'm going to uh, create a character Pica. called Ricard Pika. Ricard Pika. I like it. Jean Luc mm. Ricard Pika. Jean Ricard. Jean, uh, Jean will record no, anyway. Oh, okay. So they are on the bridge. <laughs> they arrive on the bridge, on the uh, bridge. which is empty. Uh, save yeah. for an unconscious pile of binars. Yeah. Literally a pile of them. Just like, th- yeah. like thrown. They're just like panting, sweating, freaking out. Um, it, so yeah, yeah. The, immediately alarm bells are like, what is going on with you guys? And, um, um yeah. And they realize they, one of them wakes up or yeah. One of them wakes up and is able to say, please try to help us. Yeah, yeah. It's the two, I think the pair, like there's a little yeah. pair that like talk to each other and they're well, doing see, the cute little, please help us, help. Oh, I see what you uh, Well, they basically, yeah, are, are a unit. So yeah. they're like, but they clearly something's up and they're, they're sweating, like they're, they're stressy. Yeah. Um, so they and... managed to cancel the self-destruct and realize that they're orb- orbiting Binus. Um, but Binus. the main computer of Binus, which kind of powers everything, the thing that the entire race relies on is off it's just turned off yeah which is uh, like no bueno yeah they're like oh guys. shit does that mean that every binar down there is happening same thing happening to what's happening to these guys up here mm. yeah but yeah that's that's kind of, sorry they also Even. realize that the every bit of enterprise computer software is now full which i find interesting because like how would it function then like how does it where does it store its other memory components? But yeah, yeah. Well, I guess maybe is it all available memory? Just all memory on the on the ship is 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 uh, data from the binars and their planet. So yeah. everything that they use to function, all of the like yeah, all of the technology that they needed is like wrapped up in this database. So yeah, um, so yeah, so they must have like, um, they must have done something to put all of their uh, data um, on the free space of the computer. So, um, like a huge core dump, um, basically from their world. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's what Riker kind of goes on about. It's just like I just I can't I can't get in. I can't I can't figure it out. Um, and I wish they'd left something like a, 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 a I don't know a note. <laughs> and then and then because but like they did. Ha. <gasps> Why? Why didn't think about this before? Number one, and then they uh, race back to the holodeck. Race back down, and fucking minuet's just chilling, chilling like a villain. She can't go anywhere. Yeah, true. She can't leave. (laughs) She can't leave. She's got consciousness, and she can't leave. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) So, um, yeah, she does kind of give the the exposition. Explains that the the binus binary star was going to go supernova, and Mm. that would wipe out most of the 
the binars. So they needed somewhere to store yeah. all the data. They were going to turn it off. Like they're going to basically stick it in a box, wait for the supernova to pass and turn it back on. Yeah, and because the Enterprise was the only ship um, big enough that had a, as enough data, a space to, to store all of it, that's why they chose the Enterprise. And it's kind of their fault because they were a week late. So, yeah. um, But the star it, also went what... early, they say. The star went early, yeah. So it yeah, kind of so like... Always, it was, it's not just their fault. It was a bad situation. Like, shit went wrong. Whatever could go wrong went wrong. It was Murphy's Law. It was not a fun time. But basically, the binars are dying. Like, they're all dying out. So... They need to somehow, or they were going to somehow transfer all of the information from the Enterprise back into the computer yeah. um, on the binary homeland, homeworld, yeah. uh, and reactivate their system. If um, they can find the file name. Yeah, <laughs> if they can find the file name, which I feel like is kind of like, why would they have just not said, had it clearly written down somewhere just in case something like this happened? Like, I, I guess mean, they, did. they have minuets. Yeah, but like Minuet doesn't even know what she's talking about. Like, no. come on, Minuet. Well, she she doesn't something. know the file name. She just knows that there is one. No. So yeah. they go back to the bridge and they call the starbase now that they can and say, "Hey, this is yeah. the situation." And Data explains basically what a password is. Yeah. Oh my god, Data dump. Data dump. The most like, yeah, uh, redundant data dump to date. Yeah. It's great. And he's like, maybe maybe try and find something in binary because they think in binary. And that's when they find the uh, 11001001. And is that, like, I would love for that to mean minuet. Does that mean minuet? I mean, if someone does know binary, please tell us because Google did not give us an answer. Yeah, I'm going I'm to research this because, yeah. I, I mean, like, you did a great job, Jeremy. we got to figure I did, it out. I someone did. Google must Translate um, was, a, was a good attempt. Uh, <laughs> but when when Riker tries to put it in, it just comes up with access denied. Yeah, fuck. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I but then Picard that. Has that was my go-to. Idea. What mm-hmm. if I do it as well at a different station because they need to do right. things in pairs? And that works. Yeah. And I love that I it's like just, that. Yeah, I really like that that's the solution. Mm-hmm. Because it's very much a cultural thing. Like, it makes sense for them to have had, like, the two consoles. Like, mm. it just makes sense because there's two people. Yeah, I like that. It's so simple, but, like, it's 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 elegant. Yeah. And it's also um, kind of been foreshadowed already when they had to put in the self-destruct. Yeah, I like that, too, where they had to put their hands together and, like, both of them had to do it. Uh, it wasn't yeah. just a, a solo. Yeah, that's cool. Ah, ah, that's awesome. Mm. So that yeah. works. Um, it transfers over, the binars wake up, and they immediately just go back to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, it's the like, world's oh, back it's online. Like, hey, it's, it's all good. Uh, and Picard comes to the binars who are on the ship, and is, I think they say thank you for restoring our society. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and Picard's like, why didn't you ask for help? And they like have a little conversation, like, because you might have said no. Yeah, and I love it. I love that because it's so logical. Because yeah, of course, of course, they could have said no, and like they wouldn't have been able to risk them saying no. So they just did everything in their possible, in everything they could to make sure it was a yes. Like everything they they just basically did it. And it's like that's such a ah, I like it. That's such a cool black and yeah. white way of thinking. Yeah, like, I really like it. F- like they basically went, okay, what are the chances of them saying no? That number is too high. Yeah, like, exactly. Whether it's one percent or four percent or fifty percent, it's too high. We need a 100% uh, success rate. And this is the only way we can do it. Because, like, there's there's a fair... Because Picard says there's a fair chance that they would have said yes. So, like, we would have we would have done this for you if you had explained. So yeah. the chances are that it was just a 1%. Like, it was a 99% chance. 
yeah. uh, success rate, but that was still... It's like, still too high. Too, because, again, yeah. Riker explains, they think in binary terms. It's like it's either a yes or a no. If there's a yeah. chance of no, then it is no. Exactly. Exactly. So Picard's like, so you stole it. Um, yeah. And, and Will's and like, like, yeah, yeah. that's a part of the right thinking. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, the only they'll, one or two they'll face consequences. And they're like, okay, we understand that. But consequences yeah, are so- consequences and not all of our species dead. So yeah, exactly. So it's better to get slapped on the wrist and ask for apology than uh, yeah. ask for acceptance. Or yeah, and but, they do explain we'll... that Riker was lured down to the holodeck yeah, uh, as backup, yeah. which I love as, as well. Although they clearly needed two people as backup, and they were ho- like they would have been screwed if Picard hadn't just wandered down. Yeah, I'm curious as to how they they were expecting Riker. To... Maybe Riker was sort of there as a backup to then get more people. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, on the Enterprise to do it. Maybe that was something. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe they just didn't think that they were enough. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it all turned out. Maybe it all turned out. Don't, don't all... ask for permission. <laughs> ask for forgiveness. That's the lesson in this episode, everybody. And also, fantasy women are cool, and yeah. you should have the sex or the fun times. Maybe fall in love. Who knows? Do something. But yeah. yes, that's the lesson. There, there is a little bit. Uh, speaking of fantasy women, there is a little bit. They head back to the starbase, and everyone comes back on board, and the binars are handed over for court marshalling, and Riker heads back down to the holodeck. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. all of the all of the all of the yeah the normal proceedings you know fixing up rounding off of the episode happened, but then Rack yeah. goes back but, to the holiday. But Minuet's uh, not there. I know Minuet's gone. She left. She disappeared. She had yeah. She has no yeah. more function because she doesn't have to seduce you anymore. So. Well, um, I mean, she could, but I I liked... And Riker comes back to the bridge and he's really despondent. He's like, she's going to be a difficult one to forget. I really could have... I knew she was fake, but I could have followed for her, which is terribly yeah, concerning. Well, it's it's not only that she's gone completely, but, like, she's been replaced by another minuet. Like, it's not her. She, yeah. He walks in and there's a lady sitting and he's like, oh, minuet. And, and, then, and then she turns to him and he goes, you're not minuet. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so awkward. But and, uh but yeah, so it's And it's, it does it's, it, it's, I think Picard kind of suggests that maybe it was the the collective consciousness of the Binus. Like yeah, all the, the Binars put in, but like they built her specifically for this and when they removed it they removed her as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that spice, that spicy binary goodness that, that yeah. kept her kept her interesting, kept her you know, kind of sexy, I, I kind just of like that as well because it also kind of means that this was something. This is not the normal holodeck. This was yeah, something special something. that was people as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I still see it as like a, a I don't know, maybe because it was a collective consciousness that mm. makes it more. But like, it's a collective consciousness with one purpose. So then. Like the purpose is to distract and be as enticing as possible. Yeah. So <laughs> that time where Riker fell real. in love with the entire planet. Yeah, that time that Riker almost wanted to fuck an entire planet, but like an <laughs> entire planet that isn't even real. It's so. Oh my god, <laughs> my brain. Yeah, it's like, but then, but then the thing I love about it is that like it comes back in, later down the line, like in in future episodes. And I'm not going to spoil anything because they like this happens in like season four, I think. Like okay, they she gets she gets brought up again 
And and it's some episode where Riker is being held hostage in his brain, his own brain, and by some species for reasons. And uh, they're trying to convince him that it's real. And in one episode, they bring up that Riker has a son and that the mother had died. And um, and they're trying, like, sorry, not one episode, in one, yeah, one bit of this episode it becomes up that Riker's son the mother died and the mo- and he's like oh you're my son okay cool and the son's super convincing up until the point where he's like and this was your mother and the mother is minuet and 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 that's the moment that's the cue for Riker to be like hold on a second <laughs> minuet wasn't real and he like goes and throws a whole tantrum like on the on the on the bridge <laughs> like throwing shit and being like shut up minuet didn't exist fuck you <laughs> fuck you all i know you're in my brain and i just find it funny that like that's that's what she has become is just like the the imaginary woman that yeah. wasn't real the that fantasy Riker woman. fell in love with yeah. the fantasy woman that i'm gonna have to go seek that out that sounds really cool actually to watch I'll, I'll find the episode all right i'll find the episode for you because it's he it's the one where he it's there's memes of it where he's he yells the picard to shut up he's like shut up and he's like on the bridge in some blue outfit and he's got a beard anyway but it's, okay. it's a good time i'll find it cool. for you i'm not cool, sure cool, what cool. episode it is but yes uh it's a good uh, look one zero one one zero zero one zero one zero one zero one is one of my favorite episodes i think it's a really no, good episode it's, it's, i, I it was is, really impressed it's with cute. this one. it's just yeah, as i said really well constructed really solid mm. ideas um easy one to get into yeah it was good yeah, it's it's cringeworthy, but that's what I kind of love about like watching old Star Trek is that it is fairly cringeworthy sometimes. But mm. it's cringeworthy for like awkward reasons, which is better than cringeworthy for racist offensive and reasons. sexist yeah. offensive reasons. And and also the thing I love about this episode is like yeah, the 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 world building and the and the and and how the plot kind of like un- unravels because you get the world building of the Binars you get to learn more about them as species their reasons for doing anything everything and it all kind of ties in together so it's mm. a it's a really well well structured and uh, a really easy yeah. one to adapt to an rpg as well because you can just have them yeah. be the riker be the picard of oh you've gone into this thing you've had a little bit of fun with a, a holodeck or something and then suddenly you come out and everything's a problem and you've got to figure out the solution and you've got to figure out what's going yeah. on firstly like is this a threat or is it not and you have yeah. um, a species or an enemy which you don't want to kill. Like you can. They could yeah. have just gone in there and shot everyone and gone, oh, well, that sucks. I understand what they did, but I guess they're all dead now. Yeah, yeah. I love it's, I love how it's focusing on logic and, and, like, and reason and communicating more than it is on like bumping up the violence or, like, yeah. or bumping up the threat level. Because, like, yeah, there are complications, but then they figure out a non-violent and like alternative reason to solving it. Yeah. It's good. It's classic, it's very, very classic uh, next gen. Yeah. It is a very Star Trek. It's a very next gen episode for sure. But speaking yes, of, now for the real. Yes, for the real element of our episode uh, where we pick a character <laughs> from the show we just watched and talk about how they, how we'd make them into a player character or an NPC in one of our games. Um, yes. Nina, would you like to go first? I will uh Riker um I I will Riker I I'm gonna double up on the world Riker I think this is my I can't for the life of me remember if I've I've picked him before I I was saving him for this episode but I'm sure a listener I might have been keeping track for us so please um, faithful listener um let us know because I feel like I might have jumped the gun if I had picked him out um if not will Riker then Troy 
Uh, no, Troy again, who's six, not here? Because, who's not here for this whole episode? Um, but yeah, I I think we'll record because it's it's great to see. I love the first like like section of this episode where he's legitimately walking around not knowing what to do with his spare time yeah. because he's taken on the role of commander so like thoroughly as a part of his identity that he is like bewildered when he gets time off and i like it because in later seasons he just becomes this sex crazed maniac that spends all his time on risa whenever he gets the chance so or like is cooped up in his like um quarters playing the trombone so i like the trombone that he's genuine yeah, he's... the trombone having some one-on-one time one-on-one on one um one-on-one time so with I... the bone. <laughs> so i really like that this sort of explores him trying to figure out his identity a little bit more like mm. and like what he wants to do uh yeah i don't I, I like that and i also yeah i like the world oh yeah i'm sorry i was getting lost in my train of thought talking about <laughs> lost in player the, characters. Lost in the yeah. will <laughs> lost in the will uh the riker of it all um yeah i i like how as a player character you could sort of yeah if if say the the like done in another way the complexity of being confronted with something that is so perfectly tailored to seduce you in some way or another like mm. some form is a really cool idea and, and i feel like will would be like the ideal in the ideal position in this episode anyway to be that because he is so thoroughly seduced by minuet like everything about her immediately he's like you're my gal like al and she's like i like I mean, I don't like Dixieland. He's like, oh my god, sweating. Like, oh, I'm so excited by that. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like done in a different way, it could be great. Oh, yeah. I think one of the uh, key things about, about Minuet is that she is the perfect woman for Riker. Like everything he's, everything she says is what he wants to hear. Mm. But there's also that element of while she's the perfect woman, she's not like just completely subservient to him. Yeah, but that's what makes her perfect for him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the perfect woman for him isn't some like, oh, like the perfect, I I believe, oh, think the perfect person or woman or whatever in any instance isn't what the player immediately wants. It's what the player kind of like needs. Like what we yeah. talked about before with like the grandma, like say they're weary, you're a weary traveler and you think you need like a hot bath. Really what you need is like a comp- like maybe some conversation and like a safe place, like to be safe, to feel safe yeah. and i don't know yeah i feel like that could be played on if you wanted to throw that in a campaign or campaign what did i say campaign compagne compagne um <laughs> i think that is what she's representing that it's that when he says she's saying the things that i want to hear but or more so the things she he needs to hear yeah that's what makes him fall or want to fall in love with yeah. her um, it's like because... she's almost reading his mind and going this is what you actually need not what you want Mm, and that's what I that's what I like about this. And I think, yeah. So that that was my pick. Who yeah. who are you gonna pick? Jeremy? I am gonna pick um speaking of one on one time, I'm gonna pick zero one and <laughs> one zero. Oh, good, good pick. Please Which, tell us, explain. I really Explane. like this idea of a joined character, like as a PC. This um oh. I, I spoke with um Lucas Zellers a little while ago, um from from making a monster podcast and they were saying that they also have a, a character that's like that these these two twins basically but i like this oh. idea as well where it's you do finish each other's sandwiches that you do act as one unit that it basically is just 
one character in two bodies and you cannot separate for any reason or you just stop functioning. But I like yeah, that as cool. a like a world building thing that this this species exists as a characterization thing. I like the idea of thinking in binary. That mm. they would have it's an either or situation. Like you can only do this or do that. There's no other options. There's no shades of gray because that idea of 1% is too great a risk. Yeah. And I yeah, I it- don't I think as a character, it'll be incredibly frustrating to have someone else around like that. But you would be able to do it as a group. Oh, like oh as a, yeah, okay. As If you're acting as a group, then the other players can kind of talk to you about things and convince you one way or another. And they'll be like, and you can go, well, the interests of the group out uh, have better chances of success than the interests of me alone. Ergo, I will choose yes rather than no. Mm. Yeah, so, I see what you mean. It would be influenced by a bit greater. So it wouldn't be like a whole group of binary yes or no. No, kind of like no. Because that it way it's just, just like it's an even bigger group. Then it's just yeah, rather than yeah. two, you've got like six. Uh, but yeah, I like that idea where you see the world just in this very black and white outlook from your perspective and what is important for you. And I think that can make a very interesting character when they're interacting with other characters. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It, it definitely adds to like uh, a sort of the morality of some like, um, fuck, what's the word? Um, it adds some differences uh, to morality in, of some situations. So like if you had to kill someone say the a conflict one of the conflicts were for a group you have to kill someone to save a whole bunch of other people it would be interesting to see what a binary's sort of position on that would be when they think so logically and their reasons behind it um and having to try and maybe convince the group that that is the way it should be so yeah, yeah i definitely see yeah that would be that'd be really fun to explore yeah it's like you've got sure. the trolley problem where you go one track and it kills one yeah. person it goes the other track and kills five people then the binary person will go we go one track yeah, because it it's people. it's just math. It's just the binary option. It's like that's what you do. And then if you discover that there's inf- more information, you know, maybe that means that those five people die anyway because they were sick, and you killed the doctor that was going to treat them. Um, mm. Then the binary person is like blue screen of death because that's <laughs> I've, yeah. I've failed much- my mission. Exactly. How much further down that kind of like uh, trolley theory reasoning do you go? Because it's like, yeah, if if you accidentally, if one of the people on the track is like a doctor and then someone is, you know, sick and then that person who gets sick, their death uh, like turns the mission on its head and they were really needed to unlock a particular thing or do something else. It's like, what do you do? Do you get stuck in this like Mm. in this blue loop screen or do you? I think what I like, I don't know. What I like about it is that a lot of times my game master um, introduces moral questions and while i love those shades of gray and discussing them i would like to have a character who just makes the decision and then has to live with the consequences because that is the decision they made and there was no other option yeah and binaries would be good at that because they could probably live with the consequences quite happily yeah. if they thought they were doing it for or it was the black and white better alternative so yeah, yeah it's like it these are be, the only options yeah. and i will just do like there's only two options they kind and of remind me of, like, um, in D&D, again, Modrons. 
Oh, I have not heard of the Modrin. What is no, the Modrin? I, I don't think we're going to have time to go into them today, but they're basically the idea oh, okay. that they are designed for one particular task. And some, like there's quadrants and duodrins, and essentially they're designed for one or two tasks or four tasks right. or something like that. And sometimes that task is they are there to pull a lever. And that is all they'll oh, do. Right. They'll stand there for their entire lives just pulling that lever until they malfunction and have to be destroyed and a new one will replace them. And that is their purpose. But that like kind robot, of thinking, if you wanted to play a modern PC, this would be a good oh. way of looking at, at um, how to do it. Yeah, cool. All right. Hmm. have to check it out. haven't heard of them before. So that is our episode for today. Uh, join us next week. Subscribe. Wherever podcasts are found, we do appreciate that. And thank you for listening. Uh, so you can listen to us next week where we're talking about episode 15, Too Short for a Season. Oh, oh, I think I watched this one the other day. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, get excited, everybody. What am I talking about? I'm excited. I'm, yeah, <laughs> Not as excited as it was for uh, 11001100111111. Um, Just so much to love about this episode. <laughs> binary beatdown, yeah. The binary beatdown, baby. Oh, I love it. Uh, as yes. usual, uh, leave us a review on where podcasts are found or a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That would be wonderful. It gets us out to more listeners and we'd really appreciate please, that. We do appreciate do. you, dear listener. That's the important we thing. We do. We get loopy at the end of an episode. Uh, but if you do want I, to give do. us some feedback, send um, feedback to the socials uh, where you can see posts about the episode and photos and stuff and screen caps. Uh, that'll be at dndntvpod on twitter and instagram or you can send an email which is dndntvpod at gmail.com uh again yes. thank you for listening i have been jeremy i will continue to be jeremy as long as i can um and <laughs> and yeah i i've been i've been nina i guess i mean i i would love to be jeremy but i i sadly we'll swap just one nina week. and oh, that would be awesome i would love that um, <gasps> when they do a body swap yeah, it... episode we'll swap Oh, that'd be so cool! Yeah, okay, cool. I'll okay. um, I'll try and get my get my my D and D learnage up so cool, I can cool, cool, um, cool. somewhat person. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. Uh, if you do find out what one zero one one zero one zero one uh actually is in binary, please let us know. Please I let am us know. Excited to hear <laughs> what it could actually be. It's probably just trombone or bone or something. But yeah. uh, yeah, keep uh, keep Wes <laughs> keep Wesley crushing it, everybody, and mm. uh, and bye. And stay safe, uh, be kind to yourselves, and may all your hits be crits.